the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Pat Williams Power Hour on the new 950 WTLN. This is your hour when Orlando Magic Senior Vice President Pat Williams sits down and speaks with authors who have written books on topics of interest and insight for listeners like you. And now, here's your host, Pat Williams. Once again, we greet you folks for the uh, Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. We do this every weekend on AM 950 WTLN in Orlando. Uh, Jeff Sennis is engineering our show this weekend, and Andrew Hertaliska has produced it. And in the first half hour, Coach Bobby Bowden, the former Florida State head football coach, author of The Wisdom of Faith, his latest book is out, and we're so glad he can join us. Coach, thanks for coming along here. How you doing? Pat, good to talk to you. Been traveling a lot. Been missing you, but good to hear from you. Well, thanks so much, Coach. Tell me about your new book, The Wisdom of Faith. Well, my my son wrote it. Uh, my son, Steve, who lives over in Panama City, was raised in Birmingham, and uh, he taught religion at Sanford University for eight years, especially the Old Testament. He has a real good read on it. Mm-hmm. And so he asked me if I would like to write a book on, on faith. You know, all the books that have been written about me have been about football or about family. And so, you know, you, you get 84 years old, what do you know? You're supposed to write a book. You know? <laughs> You're supposed to tell people what happened. you got to supposed to tell people how you got where you were if you think there's something there that might help them. And so we just decided to write this book on fate called The Wisdom of Fate, and uh, Steve kind of outlined it in different areas where he could cover it. Well, there are ten interesting chapters, Bobby, and uh, let's get started. You, you opened the book talking about the wisdom of fear. Uh, what's that about? Well, the, the, the wisdom of fear... You know, people would think of fear as something negative. You know, and and it was it Roosevelt said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Mm-hmm. I think it was him. But uh, but fear can be great if we have the fear of God, and that fear maybe interpreted should be uh, uh, concerned and uh, with, with with God and uh, making yourself available to Him. Uh, because maybe you're afraid not to. Now, that, that's putting it kind of bluntly, but uh, it's, it's built how our fears can really help us, you know, if we don't let them uh, dictate us. Then the second topic you get into, Coach, is the wisdom of trust. Yeah, uh, we covered the, the trust factor of trusting other people, uh, 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 trusting uh, trusting before you distrust. You know, mm-hmm. I've always felt that way when I met a person. I, I always tr- I always trusted people, you know, and, until I found out different. You know, they can spoil you. They, they can say, hey, you're wrong. But I, I, I do believe in, we do believe in putting trust first, and especially in God. You know, you're the, you're the, everything in the book that has to do with wisdom refers back to, to God. Because if somebody asks me, Bobby, what, what do you mean by, by faith? I'd, I'd, I'd say faith to me is believing in the power of God. Mm-hmm. And when you believe in that power, he wants you to use it. You know, he wants you to use it. And so, baby, I'm a, I've called on it all my life. And I, I give some experiences kind of in the book, you know, where, where I depended upon my faith. To get me through the bad times, Pat, which you and I know, everybody has bad times. Yes, they do. I don't know yours. You don't know mine, I don't know his or hers, but we got them. And uh, we need something more stronger than ourselves, in my opinion, to get us through us, and that is looking back at the power of God and the availability of God. Bobby, do you have more wisdom now in your mid-80s than you did, say, in your mid-40s? I would think so. I would think definitely. I think even the way I coached, I showed more wisdom. I I think wisdom, wisdom don't come to young people. 
you're not born with wisdom, <laughs> wisdom boy. It comes with well, one of the greatest uh, stories, uh, examples I heard. This guy asked this guy, how, how, did you, how, how did you become so successful? And he said, I came successful by making good choices. He said, well, how did you, how did you make good choices? Well, I made God good choices through experience. Well, how did you get experience? By making bad choices. And that's about the way life is. We go through life with good things happening, bad things happening. But I personally always learn more from the bad than the good. Yeah, we're, uh, we're a lot more teachable during the tough times, I think, yeah, Coach. Yeah. Now talk to me about the wisdom of courage. Courage, uh... Courage, it's something we don't speak about a lot, I think, when we talk about the Lord, uh, when we talk about the Bible, when we talk about trying to live like we should. But it does take courage. It takes a lot of courage. uh, I've always felt that one of the greatest virtues that the great leaders had were they had courage of their convictions. Mm -hmm. Once they decided, this is what I've got to do to do the right thing, I'm going to do it no matter what and no matter what who says, you know. And it takes a little courage to do that, uh, especially when, when, you get it, when you get among your peers. You keep wanting to go with your peers, but sometimes that's the wrong direction. You always had a lot of uh, respect for the courage of uh, generals, the World War II uh, era, right? That was, uh, that's probably one of the biggest, that's probably the biggest study I ever made. I love to read about the war, uh, and, and thank goodness I was never in it. But uh, I love to read about it, you know, and especially looking for leadership qualities. Yes. When when you and I are in our professions, we have got to come up with leadership qualities. Now we go to the wisdom of responsibility, Bobby. Well, that's probably one of the biggest breakdowns we have in our nation today, in my opinion, is responsibility. Especially, Pat, do I say that to the family. And I, when I look at America right now, as I read about America right now, as I read, the, I compare it with the history of America, which I do, because my major in college was history. I loved history and still do. Was how, to me, the biggest breakdown we have in America today, in my opinion, is the breakdown of the family. Mm. Have you seen that over the last decade or so? I've seen it probably for the last 50 years. I, I think the big breakdown, seems like to me, the big breakdown came after World War II. Hmm. You know, we, we, we were pretty disciplined people uh, during World War II. You have to be, you know, to win a war like that. And, uh, but then you, you get away from it, you get away from it, you get away from it, and it seems like more and more we have lost a lot of our uh, wisdom. Yeah, I think, I think it's something that comes with time. Bobby, before I move on to the next one, uh, the fifth quality you write about, uh, uh, tell me about your trip back to the University of West Virginia. Oh, I had a good trip. Ann and I, uh, they wanted us to come up uh, for their homecoming at West Virginia University, where Ann and I lived for 10 years when I was a head coach at West Virginia University. In fact, our children feel like that's where they were raised, and that's where they're from. Mm -hmm. So they invited us up, so we go up, and uh, we're going to be the marshals of their homecoming parade. (laughs) Well, that was kind of fun. You know, that 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 was fun. I got, you know, the first question is, well, did you see a lot of people you know? No, all the people I used to know are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it. Well, my generation's passing now, boy. But I did see a lot of people I hadn't seen. And you know one of the saddest things I saw, Pat? What? I, I think it's okay for me to say this. You remember Sam Huff? Oh, yes, yes. Well, when I was coaching in West Virginia, and I left there in 76, uh, 75, yeah, Pat, uh, uh, he and I used to travel all over the state of West Virginia raising money, kind of like we do in, at Florida State, you know, when I had the Seminole Boosters. Mm-hmm. And he and I would go from town to town, and he was more fun. He was excited, and he was happy, and he was happy-go-lucky, and a wonderful guy, you know? Yes. And we became such friends. So anyway, I've been gone now for, for, for nearly 40 years. I've been gone 38 years from West Virginia. And so at the parade the other night, I saw him. Really? I saw him standing over there 10 yards away talking to some people. And I looked at him, and I waved, and he looked back at me like, who are you? Mm. You know, he, he, he couldn't put it together. Who is, who is this guy? And so I went over to him and started to say, Pat, do you remember with this? I mean, 
not Pat, but uh, Sam. Uh, yeah, you remember when we used to do this and used to? He, he couldn't comprehend what I said. So anyway, he has Alzheimer's. Oh, that's. And true. it was just so sad uh, to see him and not be able to communicate with him like I wanted to. You know about old times. I had. I, I don't know how I got on that path, but well, I, that's that. I'm glad you did. I had a. He wrote a book about a oh maybe two years ago, year and a half ago, and he was sharp. I had him on the air for an hour. Oh, really? And he was wonderful. We talked about everything, but I think all this began to invade his life short, yeah, shortly yeah. thereafter. Bobby Bowden is our guest. Uh, his book is out with uh, B&H Books. It's called The Wisdom of Faith, and we've got another segment with Coach Bowden, so stay with us. You're listening to the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour, AM 950 WTLN in Orlando, Florida. More of the Pat Williams Power Hour in just a moment on the new 950 WTLN. My family's safety is my responsibility. Lord forbid anything were to happen while I'm away. So my wife and I decided to get a home security system. The best advice came from an ex-cop buddy who said he had a Vivint home security system. So we went with Vivint. Anyway, about a week later, I was traveling. It was late, and I got that feeling. You know, like I should check on my family? So I connected to my Vivint home security system from my smartphone. My security camera showed everything was okay. But my oldest forgot to lock the back door and set the alarm. No worries. I armed the system and locked the doors right from my smartphone. Bottom line, with Vivint, I worry way less. Get Vivint Home Security, winner of Consumer Digest's Best Buy Award for its advanced security. Call and get up to $1,800 in security equipment at no charge. That's $1,800 in security equipment at no charge. Call 800-691-ORDER. 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 Restrictions apply. 48 or 60-month agreement at minimum $68 per month and activation fee required. Not available in Louisiana. See Vivint.com for license numbers. The Voices of Evangelical Christians. Robert Craig, Milton, Florida. This is Bud Hanold, Hope Sound, Florida. Maureen Hahn, LaBelle, Florida. Speaking out to protect God's creation. I would like to see the environment protected. That's what God created. I think Governor Scott ought to protect our environment because the Bible indicates as Christians we ought to take care of the earth. I'm pro-life and I'm pro-family. I do believe that we should do all we can to protect our environment. It was given to us by God. Climate change is real. It endangers the health of our children, worsens poverty throughout the world, and threatens our economy. Call Governor Rick Scott and tell him as pro-life Christians we believe care for God's creation is one of the greatest moral challenges of our time. Tell Governor Scott now is the time to act to curb climate change. Paid for by Evangelical Environmental Network. You're listening to the Pat Williams Power Hour on the new 950 WTLN. And now, here's Pat. Bobby Bowden is with us, and uh, we're talking about his new book, uh, The Wisdom of Faith. Uh, by the way, Bobby, uh, I had a author on my sports show last week, <clears throat> and he was talking about the Mount Rushmore of college football coaches and, <clears throat> you know, who would be on that Mount Rushmore. Uh-huh. And uh, here's what he, here's what he uh, had. You ready? Yeah. Newt Rockney, <clears throat> Bear Bryant, Bobby Bowden, and Nick Saban. Boy, and that's something. That was his Mount. <laughs> that was his Mount Rushmore, Bobby. Boy, I, hey, well, boy, hey, that's kind of big, boy. <laughs> that's some good company, right? Hey, in the in that good company, uh, you know, gee. Uh, Again, you know, that that's kind of why, Pat, we wrote the book. Uh, like I say, you, you're 84 years old. You coach for 57 years. You raised six children. You've been married 65 years. Mm. You had so many good things to happen that you feel like you can, hey, I might can help somebody. I might can, there might be somebody struggling and not sure how to handle this or handle that. And maybe one thought I have in there, maybe one thought would help them. You know, I remember, Pat, when I was coaching, uh, especially as an assistant coach, every spring I'd go to the pro football camps and watch them practice and see what I could learn. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like every time I'd go to a camp, I'd pick up at least one thing, and I could take it back and put it in my system at wherever I'm coaching, West Virginia or Florida State or Sanford. And maybe one time in the year, 
That one thought would win me a ball game. Mm. That one play that I put in that I copied from from the Giants or from whoever I was visiting, and and that's so. When you write a book, at least in my my, not like, I'm not like I'm a great book writer, but I'm, we have written quite a few. Of them. But it, the whole thought is, gosh, maybe maybe I can say one thing that'll hit a nerve and might help somebody straighten out their life. That's great. Let's get to the fifth issue here, Bobby. It's called the wisdom of humility. Well, that was big because it's probably the most overlooked virtue that God asked of us was to be humble. Jesus was humble. Jesus said we got to treat each other like we are uh, their servant, not like 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 they're the servant, but that we are the servant. You know, mm. and everything built around Christ was was humility. That's what he showed. That's what he wanted his disciples to show. And when they didn't, he got on them. He got on them pretty good, you know. But, but a big part of that, that Bible that will sneak right by us if we're not careful is is the lack of humility. Yeah, that's great. Now we get to the wisdom of patience, Coach. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, how do I know anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> patience is something that comes with age, too. To, to me, uh, I used to talk to my football players. I said, "Boys, y'all don't have any patience. Young people don't have y'all don't have patience." You know what? I said, "You know, you got to grow to be have patience." And I probably a lot of truth to that. That the older you get, the probably unless you're physically broken down, you 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 should we we should naturally gain patience, and it is so important. You know, because <clears throat> Pat, as you know, the term "wait on the Lord." Mm. Wait on the Lord. That is so important because it seems like we spend so much of our time trying to tell God what to do. God, uh, take me over here. God, give me this. God, uh, uh, if you want me to, I'll, I'll help you right here. Well, don't I, I, let him tell you. You know, be quiet. Be quiet and let him tell you. Be patient and wait. You know, you ask for something, he's going to deliver. It's going to be yes, it's going to be no, but he's going to deliver. And he might not deliver at that instant, but he'll do it in his time. So Mm-mm. be patient. And now we get to the wisdom of discipline. Well, we know what that anybody that's ever done been in that coaching or uh, team athletics or any athletics in any way know how important this discipline is. <clears throat> know that you cannot succeed unless you can discipline your body so it can excel at its highest rate, you know. And it's the same thing in life. It's the same thing in life. We must live disciplined life. You know, you and I are so lucky to be born in a democracy, or let me say, to be born in a free nation. Mm. You can't have for a free nation without disciplined people. And that's where our big breakdown is coming, not as much here, but just what we see happening in the Mideast, man. Mm-hmm. We have people killing, killing somebody just because they want to kill them. We have people killing innocent people. Why would you kill an innocent person? Well, why would you kill anyone, really? But but what I'm saying is uh, it, it, it's showing a lack of, uh, of, of discipline. And then we get to the wisdom of contentment, Coach. What's that about? Well, wisdom of contentment is, I think, uh, taking what God has given you or what, you, what, what has been put before you or... Uh, and and taking it and being content with it to 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 use it the best of your ability. Uh, that's kind of what I would think uh, we mean by being content, not content to do nothing, but to content to take what God has given us and use that to the fullest of our ability. And then the wisdom of suffering. That's the ninth topic. Yeah, and uh, I think. I guess, you know, suffering to me, to me, suffering makes us better. Paul claimed that the reason he was so great, or one of the reasons he was so great, is because he had suffered so much. He had suffered so much for Christ, you know, shipwrecks, snake bite, Mm -hmm. body beaten, stoned, all of those sufferings that that guy went through, you know, to, to try to do the will of God. And boy, I tell you what, I don't know where he's sitting up there, Pat, but I bet it's pretty close to where the God is. Mm. And then you have a closing uh, burst here, Coach. It's called the wisdom of love. 
Well, that's what, that's what, that's God. That's God. We, a lot of people, I'd sit up there, and I, I used to as a child. I could just see him sitting up there above those clouds in a big old chair with his long white beard, <laughs> looking down at me and catching me, catching me doing something wrong, you know? And at that age, I had begun to learn about morals and things, and at night I would pray, God, please forgive me for what I did, this and that, you know? But then you finally realize, hey, he's, he's not a sheriff. He's not trying to catch you doing something, you know? He's, given, he's written you a book. He's written you a book telling you how to live. That book's been out there for th- thousands of years, and it's still true today as it was then. Mm. You know, take that book and read it and try your best to live by it. And, uh, and because God loves you. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't realize today in the world. Probably just realize more in America than others because we're free. And that is God loves us. And God made us a great nation. And God has given us everything, you know. And, uh, but now if you'll go ahead and read all that book, you'll find out you're supposed to, you better use it correctly. Because God could easily, I mean, God, God is love, but God is just. Mm-hmm. God is love, but God is just. In other words, hey, you do wrong, you're going to pay consequences, you know. But, all, but, 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 but that's the love, you know, and that's the love of God. Uh, Bobby, tell me in, in a typical day uh, how you read the Bible. What's a typical day like? Well, for you? what what I've done, I've I've done this for years. Uh, I I get up early. I usually I used to get always got up at four. Now as I'm as I'm retired now, I'm beginning to sneak down into the fives. You know, <laughs> but but I would I would get up in the morning at four, uh, uh, go down and put the coffee on and uh, feed the cat, and while uh, <laughs> Ann slept another hour or two, and then I would go to get the, the, then Pat. And this includes your books, by the way. I would get books on on religion, on on Christianity, on the Bible, mm-hmm. and I, I I just count right. I've got I, I'm gonna count them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I got ten right now sitting on my desk. desk. Mm. And the Bible, the Bible's number one. I, I look at I look at it's it's the word, you know. Mm-hmm. All these others are commentaries, but don't forget now the Bible is the word. And I've used your books. I'll take a lot, like you'll send me a book, and I'll take it a lot of time and put it in a whole stack of books. And as soon as I read them, I, get, I, I put them on the shelf and go get another one, you know? <laughs> but anyway, so, I, so I'll, spend, I'll spend 25, 35, 45 minutes, uh how much time I have, reading Scripture. I always start with a, always start with the Scripture. That's first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn that Bible. I've read it through two or three times, you know, very slowly, you know, maybe a chapter a night or... Uh, morning, and uh, some chapters are long, some short. Probably, probably takes me about an hour. Probably takes me about a year and a half to, as I read through the Bible. And when I get through, Pat, I'll read it again, and it'll seem like I never read it. <laughs> uh, it just, <laughs> I, I keep saying, how did I miss this? How did I miss that? You know. But uh, so anyway, I do that, uh, and then after that, uh, you know, get the paper out and get the paper. It usually comes around five or five thirty, something like that. Come in, read sports, you know, then get on get on my computer, try to find out what I got to do that day. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, tell me, uh, Bobby, uh, if you could sit and spend an hour with Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. uh, what, what do you what do you talk to him about? If I had an hour with Jameson and uh, to spend with him, and uh, he was cordial and he was listening and he was really wanting to know what I had to say. I would I, I would start off talking about the Bible. I would start out by talking about God. You know, I start I'd start. You know, and I know I, I really. You know, I, I, I'm saying this now. Remember, I have never met him. Mm-hmm. I have never talked to him. But all I've all I've done, known is read about him and seen him on TV. And other than those little deals he's gotten into, everything has been just excellent. Mm-hmm. But then these other these other shortcomings have showed up. You know it. And uh, uh, you know we keep making we keep make, getting up making up these new names for them, uh, mistakes, wrong choices, <laughs> what, whatever happened to sin? Yeah, <laughs> we used to have that when I was a kid. Uh, but anyway, I, I would talk to him about uh, I, would, I would I would question him a lot. See, you know what what is, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, at the same time, trying to teach, you know, 
uh, but I again, you know, and I would do it with my own children. I do it with your son or anybody else's son. You know, you're a teacher at heart, aren't you, Coach? Yeah, yeah. I think coaches are teachers. Coaches, are, I, I think, co- yeah, coaches are teachers. We our job is to teach a young man how to play football, uh, where to get the education, and then how to be in my my definition would be a Christian. Mm. Not a lot of people in this world are not Christians and say, no, you want you something else. No, to me it's Christian because Christianity is for everybody. Somebody says, how can, how can God leave us out? No, 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 no. He didn't leave anybody out. Christianity is for everybody that wants it. It don't cost a penny, and it's already been done. You can't do nothing to get it. It's, I mean, you can't do it. It's already been done, you know. Mm. You just have to accept and you believe. That's kind of what our book's about. Tell me about Coach Bryant and the influence he had on you, Bobby. Oh, boy. He was he was my favorite. Still is a dad. It's hard for me to believe he's been dead nearly 30 years. Bear, of course, when I – so he was at his peak when I was at just starting. And uh, I, my, when I – when I grew up in Birmingham, I was a big fan of Alabama. Oh, man, my dad used to carry me down there to ball games, and I just lived and died. I'm one of those kids when he was eight, nine years old that would cry <laughs> when Alabama would lose. You've seen those kind of kids. <laughs> and uh, and so anyway, uh, in 1958, Bear came to Alabama as a head football coach after they had lost every game the year before, and he built them into national champions. Now, in 1995, uh, 1958, nine, 59, one year later, I went to Samford University as head football coach. Uh, I was 29 years of age. Coach Brown was about 19, 20 years older than I was. And so he was all so, I watched him revive the, 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 the team at Alabama. I watched him to build them into a championship, you know. And so, boy, I was able to copy so I, w- I would go down to Tuscaloosa, since it was only 50 miles away, in the springtime, and I'd stay there for two or three days watching them practice and talking to their coaches. Gene Stalin's really helped me a lot. Uh, you, you know Gene? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Boy, what a, I mean, he, Gene, Gene was young at that time. I was young. He was young. And so, you know how young coaches, they don't mind talking. <laughs> the older guys, they don't, they don't say much, you know. But Gene used to sit on the blackboard with me for hour after hour learning football, you know based on what Coach Brown was doing. So I patterned so much of my stuff after him. I couldn't be him. I wasn't, you know, he and our personalities are not alike. Uh, he, our size is not alike. I'm small big. Bobby Bowden has been our guest. We've got more after this on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. It's AM 950 WTLN in Orlando. More of the Pat Williams Power Hour in just a moment on the new 950 WTLN. Mother of a child with behavior problems, I'd like to talk to you. My name is Janet Lehman. I'm a behavioral therapist and a mom. I know what it's like when the child you love becomes a defiant, out of control child who disrespects you. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the program that tens of thousands of moms are now using to turn around their child's behavior. If you've heard about the Total Transformation and wondered if it will work for you, now you can try it for free. I'm willing to give away a 1,000 programs today for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. I know the total transformation works because I used these techniques with my own son and with troubled kids for over 30 years. Let me prove to you that it works by giving you the program for free. Call now, 1-800-241-0676. 1-800-241-0676. That's 1-800-241-0676. Do you realize that everything that happens in your life is a battle for your soul? This is Brother Paul inviting you to join me this Sunday at 1 p.m for the Word of God for Us Today program. The Bible says if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. and find out what God's Word has to say to us right here on the new 950 WTLN. This is Dennis McKenzie for Families by Design. Strong families are designed by God. Do you want your family designed by God? For inspirational principles for today's families, listen to Families by Design with your hosts, Dr. Daniel Forbes and Dr. John Brooks. Families by Designs airs every Sunday at 9 p.m. 
That's Families by Design on the new 950 WTLN. You're listening to the Pat Williams Power Hour on the new 950 WTLN. And now, here's Pat. Bobby Bowden, a longtime Florida State football coach, was our guest in that first half hour talking about his book, The Wisdom of Faith. Uh, Dr. Richard Furman joins us, co-founder of World Medical Mission. Uh, His new book is out, Prescription for Life, Three Simple Strategies to Live Younger, Longer. Uh, Richard joins us from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm so glad we can visit. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing fine. Good to be here. Uh, The publisher is Ravel, and uh, I'm fascinated with your book. What are you trying to teach us here, Doctor? Well, uh, basically it's for uh, people who desire to be 7 to 12 years younger physiologically than they are today. And it just goes into the medical literature of how we can actually do that. Uh, You break your book down into seven parts. The first part is what you need to understand about the aging process. And those of us who are aging, there's some who aren't aging, I guess, Doc, but uh, to most of us, I I want you to talk about that. Well, the the aging process, uh, from a medical standpoint, is determined by the health of your arteries. And it not not many people realize that, but... uh, that's what causes over 50% of deaths in Americans is uh, hmm. they have bad bad arteries. It affects the heart, not only the heart and the brain, but uh, every organ in your body. So that if we key in on how do you protect your arteries, uh, it will be surprising uh, how that can preserve us physiologically. How do you have healthy arteries? Well, you break it down in... Uh, what causes blockage in the arteries? And there's a good uh, prescription for life is a uh, is a review of the medical literature written in layman's terms. And there's a great article in the journal Circulation that explains that blockage in our arteries is caused by deposits of cholesterol. It either causes a blockage or inflammatory response, which will end up causing a clot and blocking the arteries. So a lot of it centers around how to prevent that uh, that blockage. What is it that we eat or what is it that we do that causes that blockage and we want to avoid it? When you uh, say that prevention is the key to staying young, uh, what does that mean? Well, it, it's, uh, it, it basically goes down into three controllable lifestyles that we have. One is our eating, one is exercise, and one is getting to an ideal weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are things we have control uh, control over. And we can prevent not only uh, heart attacks and stroke, but there's a lot of cancer that can be prevented by these three uh, lifestyles. Uh, Alzheimer's disease, there's a lot we can do on that. Uh, for women, there's a section uh, on prevention of breast cancer, and uh, for men, uh, erectile dysfunction as an alarm that they could have the same thing going on in their heart uh, heart arteries. So prevention is, <laughs> that's the key. Talk to me about commitment and action are the key to success. Well, there are a lot of people who have the desire uh, to, to live as, as young as they can. They try uh, fad diets, uh, supplements, advertisements, uh, and they just they. But it just doesn't doesn't work. They have the desire, but they don't have the commitment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pat, a lot of people don't realize desire doesn't require any action. That's just of the mind. You desire to lose weight, or you desire to have an exercise program, but commitment uh, requires action. And if you commit to something then you're, you're going to do it. And there is a, there's a little commitment card in there for the reader to, uh, to sign and commit to, to himself or herself to do it. 
Dr. Richard Furman is with us. Spent over 30 years as a vascular surgeon. He's co-founder of World Medical Mission. It's, that's the medical arm of Samaritan's Purse. He's a member of the board of Samaritan's Purse. He joins us from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, the second part, and I'm fascinated with this one, Doc, eat, eat the right foods, you tell us. Well, that's, that is a big part of protecting uh, your arteries. And everyone needs to realize that cholesterol is the most expensive food that you can buy because it'll cost 8.7 years of your life expectancy if you don't eat the right foods. Mm. So uh, it's, uh, what we eat is very significant. It's very important. And uh, if you go to uh, prescriptionforlife.com, it'll tell you some foods you should never, ever eat again. Uh, and not only that, but uh, uh, free advice how to how to be able to control control what you eat. On the front cover, and you have sparked my curiosity, Doc. <laughs> Subtitle: Six foods you should never eat again. Right. Well, uh, can you I, slip a couple to us? Here? <laughs> well, here's the thing: there, there's uh, uh, I grew up on on uh, red meat and cheese. Yes. And those were hard for me to give up. But mm-hmm. I tell you, Pat, uh, I won't go through the through all six. Uh, go to prescriptionforlife.com and get that. But uh, we can cover, I'll tell you, the, the one food, the one, where we get the most saturated fat that causes the most blockage of our arteries, and that is cheese. How about that? That was my favorite food, the hardest food I ever gave up on. But when I read that and I knew what it was done, it changed my perspective of, hey, I'm just not going to eat that anymore. All, and, uh, any, any type of cheese. And, and that's the key. That's a great question because you start out saying, well, I'll take a low-fat cheese or I'll try, I know this cheese has last saturated fat, but that is a secret that most people don't realize. You've got to control, you've got to, control the desire you'll never control the desire of cheese by eating cheese just once a week or special you know low-fat cheese whatever just get it out of your uh, mindset it's it's like an addiction it was for me talk to me about food lessons from around the world you do a whole chapter on that well uh i'm uh as you said co-founder of world medical nation which is the medical arm of samaritan's purse and we've We've traveled to mission hospitals around the world, and years ago it just dawned on me, I was operating on a fellow in Africa, an elderly gentleman, had to be in his 80s, and his arteries were like uh, uh, someone six years old. Really? He just didn't have any plaque buildup in him. And I noticed also they never had heart attacks. These villages where it was, they never had heart attacks or strokes. Now, they died of other, other diseases, malaria and things like that, but, but you realize that their diet, uh, the protection of their arteries was so different than ours. And that's what got me really first uh, studying why do these people have such better arteries. Once, once I realized that, that the health of my arteries determined the, the aging process, uh, I became interested in that. So that, that's, that's why I put so much in there. Prescription for Life, that's the name of the book, reveals the publisher, Three Simple Strategies to Live Younger, Longer. Uh, part one, what you need to understand about the aging process. Part two, eat the right foods. One other topic here on part two, Doc. Uh, you do a whole chapter on the effects of drinking alcohol. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you teaching us? Well, alcohol, uh, if we could, there, there's, there's nothing... Uh, good with alcohol except it does it can raise the hdl cholesterol which is the good cholesterol but there's so much damage with alcohol that uh, i just refer to article medical articles that point out that they would never advise anyone who doesn't drink to start drinking because of the, the potential side effect but the uh one article uh or several articles but one area is breast cancer Mm-hmm. And it shows if you if you look up in the uh, in breast cancer literature, uh, breast cancer society they they point out that there is a, a direct causative effect 
of alcohol and breast cancer. And the the more that uh, that a, a lady drinks, the more risk that there is. And so I think that's one area, uh, especially that women uh, can zero in on uh, with men, colon cancer, which is also one of the top three cancers that we get. There's a direct correlation with uh, with alcohol. Now we move to part three of your book, and this is a <laughs> this is a challenge for all of us, Doc. Reach your ideal weight, <laughs> and ha- so we got to determine your ideal weight and then reach it. Uh, how do how do we go about all this? Well, that's that's a difficult one uh, to discuss. Uh, there's a uh, BMI uh, categories of your weight versus your height. Uh, there, there, in in prescription life, there, there are two different uh, ways to determine your ideal weight. But in reality, Pat, uh, what I tell patients, what I tell people is, you know, what what'd you weigh when you got when when you were healthy? Uh, you played football in high school. What would you weigh? Or what when you got it when you started college? What what would your ideal weight look like? And uh, we try to get get them to commit to getting back to that weight. Mm. And this, uh, there's a, a lot of ways that uh, prescriptionoflife.com that will explain how to get there. How to? It's not just the committing, but there are little steps. There's a 10-minute factor. How you how you how do you uh, not eat those snacks? How do you uh, not eat dessert? Things like that. But it's uh, it, it, it's a significant part of it. And that leads uh, logically to the fourth part, simply called exercise, and and you call it the most unrecognized way to combat aging. Yes, uh, most people don't realize that uh, a personal exercise program is, is essential. Uh, we've got to get up off the couch. Uh, risk a, a daily program of brisk walking thirty minutes a day is certainly better than sitting on the couch. Now, I go in, in, in Prescription for Life, I go into details of how exercise can, uh, it, it's much more than, than just uh, 100 calories, whether you walk a mile or run a mile. But it it, uh, it strengthens your heart. It protects the it helps protect the arteries of the heart. I mentioned uh, the Hero HDL cholesterol. That is the key. Exercise uh Increases that good cholesterol that protects the arteries, but it's not just uh, it's not just the arteries of your heart, uh, but exercise affects uh, affects weight. Uh, as I said the colon cancer, breast cancer. There's so much additional that that exercise affects on our body that that is an essential part of this of these three lifestyle changes that we need to get. And like I say, you just start with the brisk walking. I've got a uh, stationary bike at home, and I try and get on it for about an hour a day. That's great. You okay with that, Doc? Yes, sir. Uh, brisk walking is a good start. That bike or uh, jogging uh, is anything that gets your heart rate mm-hmm. above the 80th percentile for 30 minutes, uh, five days a week, is shown to get the strongest heart you can get. So and, Doc, we should be doing this into our... Dotage, right? Into our 80s and 90s, we never stop. Is that your advice? That's my advice. I have a good uh, missionary surgeon friend that's retired in Boone, North Carolina. He's 87 years old, and he still runs uh, five days a week. (laughs) Right along the side of the road, right? (laughs) That's right, right along the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Our guest is Richard Furman, Dr. Richard Furman. His book is out. We've got another segment with him, and we're going to be talking about uh, preventing dementia and preventing cancer. Uh, the book is called Prescription for Life, Three Simple Strategies to Live Younger Longer. I highly recommend it. Ravel, out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, is the uh, publisher. Uh, aging is inevitable, 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 folks, but heart disease, cancer, diabetes, dementia, stroke, erectile dysfunction, and other age and obesity-related problems are not Simple, sustained changes you make today can mean the difference between enjoying time with friends and family and wasting it in doctor's offices and hospitals. 
Just a reminder, this is the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. We do it every weekend on AM 950 WTLN. More with Dr. Furman right after this. More of the Pat Williams Power Hour in just a moment on the new 950 WTLN. Join Richard Jordan, president of Grace School of the Bible, as he opens God's Word every Sunday afternoon at 5.30 on the new 950 WTLN. If you miss the Sunday broadcast, you can listen and study along with Dr. Jordan 24-7 at WTLN.com by clicking on the podcast tab and then Riches of Grace, Riches of Grace, a service of Grace Impact Ministries at GraceImpact.org. 5.30 Sunday on the new 950 WTLN. The expert techs at your Ford dealer undergo enough extensive training that it's almost like getting a Ph.D. in vehicle maintenance. So you can enjoy total confidence your Ford is being serviced by the pros. And with that kind of confidence, you'd write your own fortune cookies. You are smart, good-looking, and eternally humble. When you go to your Ford dealer for vehicle maintenance, the fact that every tech is factory trained by Ford to know what's right for your car leaves you feeling confident. How confident? Confident enough to park a newly washed and waxed convertible under a bird's nest. And right now, get up to $50 in mail-in rebates on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford service credit card. And because Motorcraft is backed by Ford, you can be confident you're getting the right parts for your vehicle. Ford service. Go with confidence. Subject to credit approval. Taxes extra. Rebates by prepaid debit card. Pants or shoes on most vehicles. One axle. Exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 123114. Get ready for a classic tale with a veggie twist. What a beast. It's beat. It's a family name. Veggie Tales, Beauty and the Beat, an all-new adventure on DVD. Starring Kelly Pickler as Mirabelle. I gotta show you love. She'll show that everyone deserves a little love. God loves us all whether we deserve it or not. You said it. With eight songs including Deck the Hall. Sing a veggie Christmas carol. Veggie Tales, Beauty and the Beat, now on DVD. Available at Walmart. You're listening to the Pat Williams Power Hour on the new 950 WTLN. And now, here's Pat. Dr. Richard Furman is our guest from Charlotte, North Carolina, co-founder of World Medical Mission. We're talking about his book, Prescription for Life. Uh, The fifth part, Doc, is uh, preventing dementia. Uh, What is good for the heart is good for the brain. Uh, I'm eager to hear all about this. Well, there's a lot in the literature that that speaks to this, and there's a, a lot we don't know yet about Alzheimer's disease. Uh, Alzheimer's dementia, there are really two types of dementia, Alzheimer's and vascular. And in reality, as they, the more study that's done, they realize it's a mix. And uh, there's a, 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 we just don't realize there's there are things we can be doing uh, every day to help prevent developing Alzheimer's. Uh, like what? Well, uh, there's one of the best articles is from the Journal of the American Medical Association where they, they studied 1,800 adults uh, over uh, over 50 years old for 14 years. And here are the numbers that they did. Now, these numbers, they took the one end of the bell-shaped curve versus the other end. But they compared these people, and they found out that with eating uh, a diet mainly of uh, the fruits and vegetables and uh, whole grain cereals and fish versus the people who ate the red meat and and the uh, dairy products like we were talking about earlier, the uh, steak and cheese, they took those two extremes, and they found that the ones that that ate that proper food had a 40% less chance of uh, developing Alzheimer's. Now, it gets more than that. I was just explaining how important it is for everybody to, to exercise. They found in that same uh, 1,800 adult group, they found that those who exercised had a 48% less chance of uh, Alzheimer's, and then the ones who did both had a 60% chance, uh, less chance of Alzheimer's. Mm. So there, you know, there's... Those are good numbers to remember, 40, 48, and 60, and that also that there's a correlation between uh, being overweight or obese. 
with uh, with Alzheimer's and with uh, with heart with your arteries and your heart and your brain, there's a correlation with Alzheimer's. So basically, what I'm saying, Pat, is that the sooner, the younger we get on this, the better, because you know once you get it, uh, uh, it, it is difficult to do much about it at that point. So prevention is the big thing. So you need to keep your brain active, right? Reading and uh, yes. engaging with young people, I guess, and crossword puzzles and all, yes. all of the above. Yes, and if you, but Pat, if you read, if you'll read advice on Alzheimer's, it has what you just listed, keeping your brain active. But I'm saying if you're going, uh, that's almost like going elephant hunting. They think you're killing elephants, but you're, you're shooting at elephants, but only killing gnats. That is important to keep your mind going, mm-hmm. but it's very important, uh, very significant on the food you eat and the exercise. You want to protect those arteries in the brain. Yes. In part six, preventing cancer, uh, what are you teaching us here? Well, uh, overall, if you have uh, uh, these three lifestyles that the uh, medical literature shows that you can prevent about a third of all cancers. Uh, But more important than that, if you zero in on breast cancer and colon cancer, which are, as I said earlier, sort of two of the most common cancers men and women have, that you can prevent 38% of breast cancers and 45% of colon cancers just by your lifestyle. And most women don't realize that. You see more attention uh, on on breast cancer detection than you do prevention. So that's uh, to me that's that's very important for us to to realize. What about lung cancer? Lung cancer is pretty simple. I did thoracic surgery uh, over thirty years in North Carolina, where there's a lot of smoking. Uh, mm. You quit smoking. That's eighty percent of it, right there. That's interesting. So North Carolina is a tobacco state, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Dr. Richard Furman is our guest. Now, here is one, the seventh part, uh, preventing erectile dysfunction. And, uh, you know, every ball game you watch now, there's a Viagra commercial. I mean, what's going on in our country? Well, What, ca- what causes this? Why is it such a problem? Okay, most most men or most people think that it has something related to testosterone. And uh, when medically studying shows that only about 20% of erectile dysfunction is caused by uh, low testosterone. But the blockage of the arteries is the main cause. Really? Yeah. And uh, but, but here, Pat, the significance of that is that this cholesterol, the LDL cholesterol that's floating around, that's plugging the arteries... It doesn't care what artery it gets. It gets the heart, the brain. It can get the penile artery. It can get the kidney artery to the kidney. Uh, it it goes everywhere. But there's there's over there's so much uh, erectile dysfunction. It need the men and women need to realize that can be a warning that there's also blockage in the arteries of the heart, and that's the that's the main thrust of uh, of what what that's all about. How important is the yearly physical? Well, the yearly physical is is important. Uh, they can pick up high blood pressure, uh, pick up uh, colon polyps. Can even can even uh, hear murmurs in the heart or blockage in some arteries. Uh, and that that is that is important, but much much more important than a yearly physical is the yearly prevention. Get on the get get to eating the right foods, get to your ideal weight, uh, get you an exercise program going, whatever it is, that would be a thousand times more important prevention is than having to go uh, go get it get something that's already going wrong. On the physical. Remember, a physical is just going to tell you if something is wrong. 
And what you want to zero in on is is prevention. Uh, can we ever have another dish of ice cream, Doc? <laughs> well, I tell you, there is a uh, there's something that's that's uh, if you're addicted to ice cream, you go uh, eight weeks without eating any ice cream or yogurt to get out of the desire of ice cream. Then you go back to fat-free yogurt and develop a, a taste for that. And uh, we're never going to put butter on our toast again, right? <laughs> that would be uh, an absolute. And, uh, again, you're in, in, in North Carolina, Doc. We're not going to have any more fried food? No, that uh, it's all about your eating habits. And, Pat, what you want to do is get in the habit of what you, know, what you order at a restaurant or what, what uh, you cook at home. And just cut out, uh, cut out fried foods, and go to go to grilled. It's mm-hmm. simple enough to order fish grilled rather than, than fried. Fried foods are going to add a third of the calories mm. uh, uh, to whatever you do, and they're fried in in the uh, the bad fat that causes the blockage of the artery. So that's a pretty simple uh, lifestyle to start developing uh, today, Pat. Uh, before we run here, we got about 30 seconds. Uh, tell me about World Medical Mission. World Medical Mission, uh, we sent send out 600 doctors this past year to uh, mission hospitals throughout the world. We, we have 44 hospitals that we supply. And uh, we just feel like the Lord has called us uh, at Samaritan's Purse and World Med to uh, uh, keep these hospitals going. So right now, Samaritan's Purse is building rebuilding three of them where we send doctors to and we uh we're sending the the, the young doctor that that you heard about that had the ebola is one of our doctors we sent out last year and we're so thankful that uh he's where he is now but these are committed doctors that uh, we'll go send through world medical mission a million thanks doc great to visit with you dr richard Furman has been our guest we've got to wrap up right after this on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. It's AM 950 WTLN in Orlando. More of the Pat Williams Power Hour in just a moment on the new 950 WTLN. Just make it all stop for a few minutes. Help me, God. Three deadlines, four meetings. Uh, Looks like another late night at the office. Help me, God. Keep coming to these to forget my loneliness. So why do I still feel so alone? Help me, God. Don't love me anymore. Just, don't your cry voice. on don't me, please. Me. Don't please. Don't Help, Help me, God. We all have moments where we feel we've reached the end of our rope. Discover freedom from anxiety, stress, and fear when you spend time in God's Word. Crosswalk.com is here to help you start living a life filled with joy and peace. Choose to read the Bible and talk to God each day. Receive free daily devotionals from well-known pastors and authors, including Max Lucado, John Piper, Charles Stanley, James McDonald, and more. Find the inspiration and encouragement you need for each day sent right to your inbox. Sign up at Crosswalk.com. That's Crosswalk.com. Listening to the Pat Williams Power Hour on the new 950 WTLN. And now, here's Pat. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. Uh, it's on AM 950 WTLN in Orlando. Bobby Bowden, the longtime college football coach, was our guest in that first half hour uh, talking about his new book, The Wisdom of Faith. We went through all. 10 of those areas of wisdom that Bobby writes about. And then a very interesting session with Dr. Richard Furman, co-founder of World Medical Mission, author of Prescription for Life. And uh, he taught up a storm here to us uh, today. We uh, have no excuses after listening to Dr. Furman about our health. Uh, In the meantime, please visit my website. It's patwilliams.com, the Twitter page, Orlando Magic Pat. And uh, my most recent book is out. It's called Ahead of the Game, the Pat Williams Story. It's in bookstores now in the sports section. Hope you enjoy it. In the meantime, uh, have a wonderful day in church tomorrow with your family. And uh, we'll be back next weekend for more on the Pat Williams Saturday Power Hour. You're listening to AM 950 WTLN in Orlando. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the Pat Williams Power Hour. 
Join us again next week at this same time on the intersection of faith and reason. The new 950 WTLN. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.